Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. For this holiday week episode, I just have a quick reminder that the Zone of Truth 100 will be live on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash hideous laughter pod on 12-3, December 3rd, where Griffin will be giving a big HLP network update, including all of our plans for 2023 and everything that we're doing after Carrying Crown. So I know I mentioned this last week, but mark your calendars. It will be good. It'll be fun. And you will get to learn a lot of our fun stuff. That's everything I have for this week. So with that, I will welcome you into episode 224, Siren Throng. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 224. The groups are together again. And it's a group drink. That's perfect. And it feels so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that means we have to drink eight drinks because there's eight characters. No, Uh-oh. no, that's not how that works. Sorry, guys, you got to drink for every character you have. It's a group drink. Look, I'll tell you what, though. I feel like we are, though. There's enough booze. Yeah. Enough booze to sustain a group drink. Yeah. Yes. You want to tell us what it is, Emily? Yeah. This is called Sunny Sangria, suggested by Ellie. And I think. Where our party is at right now, we could use a little bit of sunshine. This is, uh, well, you're supposed to make it in a one-gallon pitcher, half with sangria wine, then half a cup of peach schnapps, half a cup of sweet vermouth, half a cup of triple sec, one cup of brandy, and then uh, various fruits, strawberries, apples, and oranges. Then you fill the rest of it up with Sunny D. We had every single ingredient for this. Yep. That's really critical to know. We had every single ingredient for this. Mm-hmm. The only difference that in it's so minor is our brandy is pineapple. Yep. I still don't think we have the fruit. Well, but like well, the that's garnet. All right, cut that out. They don't need to know that we have, we don't have the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I was really proud of us. This is like yeah. a, a heavy drink list, and we have everything. We actually did it right. Mm-hmm. It's I I don't think it's bad now. I will say, I don't know what happened with mine compared to the boys, but theirs tasted very different and very bad downstairs. I mixed everything. I, I mixed I mixed the drink going in. I gave us pretty much equal ratios of it. And then we all splashed Sunny D on top. And it's not just flavor preference because they tried mine mm-hmm. and, and genuinely thought mine tasted way better. And I tried theirs. Theirs tasted very bad. Yeah, I don't know ah. how the liquids dispersed themselves in the large container when it got divided up between I the three. It. I stirred but, it. <laughs> yeah, we we all went around. We all tried each other's. Haley's was great. Like, that was a treat. And then uh, Griff and I were like, oh, God. Like, they're sitting there brutal. complaining. They, they were, I think like, complaining, the and I was confused. The dispersion is even weirder because I poured mine 
then I poured Haley's, then I poured yours. God. So there's no way that ah. shit was sitting in the middle. Ah, yes. The Papa Bear, <laughs> <laughs> Papa Bear, Baby Bear situation. <laughs> there's no way the, all the good flavors were in the middle of that container. Apparently, that's what happened. So we did do a little Durin Rook alchemy on these drinks and started playing around a little bit. And now they're tasting pretty good. Yeah, they each added more Brandy and Sunny D, I think. Yeah. Which is fair, fair. Uh, why is your guys' orange, by the way? Uh, so the sangria wine that I got was a passion fruit sangria oh. wine. Mm. So ours is very, very tropical flavored. I really like it. I think it tastes amazing. Oh, interesting. Is this is the brand that you chose Redwood Highway? Because that's what I got for the wine. No, I got, <laughs> I think it's the Bacardi sangria brand. Hmm. They, Look, they probably weren't selling that for three dollars and ninety nine cents. No, Look, he got, he a, got a dollar more. more though. He did a dollar more than three buck Chuck. So I mean, it really spoiled living. us. If three buck <laughs> Chuck was available, that's what we'd be drinking. Yeah, this is, this is four buck fuck. <laughs> yeah, this this is not a great wine. And say mine's pretty good. I have no complaints. I have no idea why uh, mine. I mean, different. I'm okay with it. I'm gonna finish the drink. Yeah, me too. I have no comment. Real comment? All right. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, yours looks way better, probably tastes way better than ours. So <laughs> I guess it's fair to have no comment. My sidecar is another one of those two chicks. I fucking forgot a sidecar, so I'm probably going to have to stop us 25 <laughs> minutes in and go get one. I grabbed one of those Jewel Osco in memoriam beers. Uh, <laughs> another one. Lovely. Yep. <laughs> Any other sidecars? You get sidecars in the Campbell House? No, no this just... is plenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then. Yeah, I mean, you guys are splitting a gallon, right? You you did it a gallon jug. Yeah. Uh, at the 25-minute mark, I am going to need to pee so bad. <laughs> Boy, I can tell already your eyes are turning yellow. <laughs> that boy's two pints deep. <laughs> yes, I, I fill <laughs> volume. He's working on his half gal. What's that? It's a little more than a liter, right? I, I mean, oh, actually, I'm sure. Not too long ago, um, a gallon is something like three point seven five ish liters. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah. You, you guys got two quarts. Mm-hmm. What? Have you bought something recently measured in quarts? Me? It's like, yes. It's no. like the, the some dairy like, stuff is measured in yeah, quarts. Like cream, maybe. Yeah, like yes. a quart. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, there's like multiple things I feel like uh, that come in quart sizes, including yogurt sometimes. There's like the big yogurt. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like contain- See, I'm, just, yeah I'm thinking of like a quart of milk. And if you buy a quart of milk, you're like, you're that like sad whitey tighties wife beater wearing guy that drinks it from the carton mm. in his house by himself. Oh, I know what you're... I ain't like can you know, you can it. picture it exactly. I definitely can picture that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you're buying it for a recipe and don't regularly drink milk. That's the only time mm. that's okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're by yourself and you got wife beaters in your wardrobe, you drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. You drink milk and you buy it in sad, lonely man quantities. Yeah, with strong ass bones. Yeah, you know, you gotta have strong bones to deal with all the depression. <laughs> the crushing depression. The crushing depression. <laughs> you have some thick bones. You know what? We actually buy uh, quarts of uh, the heavy cream because that's I, I mix that with the uh, coffee syrup for coffee creamer. Mm. Mm. 
There you go. Damn. HLP banter on fire this week. What comes in a court? <laughs> well, just Listen, I've just spitballed here. I don't often buy courts of things. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, do we want to roll? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. You know what I think they should do? I think they should <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, what else comes in a court? So, you know, like. What should come in? We should measure create water in quartz. Mm. No, no. We should move away from quartz. If we could could use like liters and like kilograms instead of pounds and gallons, that would be great. Don't Uh, they make watch faces out of quartz? Got them. Sorry, Emily, not all of us work in food science. And to Steve, we're not horologists here. So. Sorry, I want to measure my uh, I want to measure my milk in American units like quartz. <laughs> All right, well I got lucky number thirteen. I got an fifteen. Uh oh, guys, yep, I I I did not beat either of those with a four. I got a nine. All right. All right. Well. All right. I'm glad I didn't go from here to zero immediately. <laughs> I mean, I had a good run of of beating the ladies, so I. Yep. It, it was catches up with you sometime. Was, yeah. Catch, uh, catches up About with time. everyone eventually. Well. Oh shit. You good? Sorry, my computer just told me about a hurricane that I didn't know existed. <laughs> oh, in Florida? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea there was a hurricane that hit today. Sorry, computer just popped up and said, "Hey, hurricane." Anyways, I heard the floodwaters were a quart deep. <laughs> <laughs> several several courts inside of homes like the sea level rose by quartz quartz full court yeah uh, there's a full court press over there <laughs> god this is gonna age so terribly if the hurricane was like 1000 dead after <laughs> yeah well, how many courts is that? <laughs> the courts of blood that you donated last episode, though. <laughs> last episode still affecting me this week. <laughs> About half a quart in that uh, that bag that I donated. You should have asked Guys. them. To, you should have asked to donate in courts and not bags. I don't want your silly bags. <laughs> Get me a milk carton. Here's my old yogurt container. I've washed it out. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. also already full of blood. Listen, it's listen cardboard containers are reusable. You know what you have caught? It's cheese in it. It's, just, it's, it's fine. I washed it out. I'm saving the environment recycling this container. Listen, if you could, put, if you could be uh, environmentally conscious with my blood and put it in a container that was once food safe. That would be ideal. I don't know. I can't see any wrong in that. Do you think vampires purchase blood in quartz? <laughs> um. So they actually, blood bags. They either purchase blood bags or they they like steal them. That's a, a actually a very important plot point in Breaking Dawn because Bella needed to drink blood to sustain Renesme, however who was growing inside her stomach however the wolves had like quarantine off the cohen's manor so like carlisle and team had to like break the perimeter and like go out and steal more blood for her so yeah mm. wouldn't wouldn't it simply be easier to bleed the wolves right but they didn't want to break the treaty griffin is is being quarantined to your own house 
not also breaking the treaty? No, because, well, sure. However, <laughs> you could bleed without killing. No, they didn't. It was a misunderstanding <laughs> about the treaty. We can get into this at a later time. <laughs> this treaty is pretty complex. Right. They didn't want to bre- like explicitly break the treaty. The wolves thought that the Cullens were breaking the treaty, but the Cullens were not breaking the treaty. So they didn't want to like actually break the treaty. Again, you know what? We'll take this down in uh, the next zone of truth. <laughs> yeah, subparagraph three, section A. Let's let's get on, into it. On quartz. <laughs> <laughs> on the treaty in quartz. Well, when last we left our heroes, they were standing at the entrance of the grounds of Renchurch when they saw a ship part the clouds above them. That ship was embroiled in a combat between the neutral interlude party and a banshee. Uh, the banshee got catch you guys down pretty far, but wasn't able to kill anyone. And the ship kind of circled around and found itself south of the entrance to Ren Church. The main party decided stuck between a rock and a hard place. They'd like to jack the flying ship, but heading south, they ran into some familiar and some not so familiar faces. And I think we'll pick it up there with the two parties seeing each other for the first time. And Tulia will walk up to uh, Matumbe and just say, Hey, how you doing? Are you maybe in a, a better mood than last time? My friend Tulia, imagine my surprise and joy to see you. I thought we were about to be accosted on both sides by the undead. Ah, uh, not, not us, except um, our captain, I guess, technically. But uh, she's fine. Oh. She flew the ship. Might we need to smite her? Like I said, she, she's on our side. Okay. She flew, the, she flew the entire ship. I'm glad to hear that. But, have, uh, you, have you met Uska? I don't think so. No, I haven't. I haven't had the pleasure of meeting y'all. Allow me to introduce everybody here. We have Air Bear, Uska, who is Spawn of Freya, though, in my opinion, I did not think she was of child-rearing years. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Eclipse, Tulia, Ikma, Lyra, and who are you, fine fellow? <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce everybody so I can have a back and forth between my two characters first. <laughs> My name is Durin Rook. I come here to smite undead. Well, then I think we have something in common. Hmm. And Durin Rook gets pensive. He doesn't know what to make of this tall, dark, and handsome man. Jesus Christ. They eye each other. Well, it's it's nice to meet you, uh, Uska. It's good to see everyone else here, too. Um. It is a pleasure to meet you all. I am Herbert. I don't think I was introduced in that little exchange there. But mm. Ikmar, it's so good mm. to see you again. And, but Ikmar is really only focused on one one person, and that's Mutumbe. He <laughs> strides over and cannot help himself, embraces Mutumbe in, a, in the biggest, uh, tightest hug. And Eclipse is gonna was also gonna go hug Lyra. <laughs> we should get like, Lyra comes up. We get a group hug going. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like Matuma's a little like 
little surprised at first and then returns the hug pretty voraciously, slaps Sixmer's back a couple times. Then, yeah, uh, we got a couple hanger-ons to this uh, big hug, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, while I'm <laughs> hugging Lyra, I do want to uh, say something in her ear. Just, I know you were going somewhere with no, the joke. Fine. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to hug Lyra. Uh, so I know I did run off and was a little bit not quite myself at the end. Everything's fine now. Vance is actually permanently with me, though, on the outside. And then she's going to, like, break the hug and point over at Vance. Just because, you know, last time you saw me, I did run off into the woods like a crazy person yeah. after destroying many brains. I suppose Vance just waves. <laughs> Lyra looks a little confused for a moment, but then her smile spreads across her face again and she waves back. It's so nice to see you again. I guess both of you. Yeah, I managed to get him a body, actually, without killing anyone. So that's an improvement for me. That is quite a feat. This <laughs> must be better for you mentally, too. Much more freeing. Um, yeah, mostly. Um, uh, we, I mean, we talk every day still, so that's all fine. I'm glad to see you back. Didn't get to say, like, you know, goodbye last time, so good to see you hopefully i don't have to say goodbye again um for the third time that'd be bad <laughs> well if we do i'm sure our paths will cross again hopefully next time more favorably that'd be that'd be preferred yes <laughs> and then i don't think like tulia does it i mean she knows i guess eclipse and air bearer but she bar- yeah. she barely knows mm-hmm. eclipse and of course she knows matumbe but Uska is very, very uh, new, and so there's gonna be this whole hug thing, and like Durin and Uska are just like, on the it's side. Like oddball <laughs> out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as like that hug starts to break apart, Matumbe leaves his hand on Ikmer's shoulder, so they're still like close, like eye to eye, and he says, Ikmer, last I saw you, you and your friends here were headed south into the shackles to find Sawyer. Where is he and where are the devil wolves? What of Anya Saverine? About that, um, there's a, there's a witch. Uh, I mean, Igmer, if you want to tell him more, uh, you can, but I think that's what that cookie smell is. I have been thinking the same thing, and it's certainly on the air. I've been picking up the scent for quite a while. Yes, if I may, we pursued... Soya's trail to Ragsmouth's reach and actually had to transition planes to the plane of hell. We found um, the industrial forge of the infernal Dukos who was holding Soya's soul and we petitioned him to release him. We were on the verge of success in return to the land of the living, but it was... We walked straight back into a trap. The infernal witch Opal was holding... The soul of Captain Anya Saverine in her hand inside the gem, and I guess inside her hand she was also holding Sawyer's heart as well. Even though we brought him back, he left us. He could not bear to risk her life, her immortal soul, to destruction or enslavement under Opal. So he went with her, and it would seem that we left in defeat, but... We did find some new allies among the pirate wolves of the Shackles and this lich herself, Ragsmauta. 
It was not a total defeat, but we did not achieve our prime objective. I fear that Soya may be fighting for the other side now. But what you did hear correctly, Majumbe, was that the pirate wolves are with us now. It, we're fighting as one, and I think we'll, we'll need all the help we can get. And Anya advanced very quickly and prove, proved herself extremely worthy as, as captain and leader of the, the Devil Wolves. I think what you would also know at this point is like, it's not just the the Blood Moon pirates that are coming to Gallaspire. It's the entirety of the Shutterwood Wolves. That's why they stopped when you guys kept going through the air. They stopped as they crossed the Shutterwood to pick with the other six ships to pick the rest of the wolves up. So, you, you know, you have a army of werewolves, an army of vampires potentially the Knights of Last Wall. So, um, I, I hear you gathered an army here of these werewolves. So we also gathered an army of vampires. Now, do your werewolves there get along with vampires generally? I know that's like a clash thing, typically. Hmm. You know... <laughs> the uh, treaty! The treaty! <laughs> treaty. <laughs> it all comes full, full circle. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we should probably address address that because, I mean, we we don't quite know who else might be coming to help us, so should probably align on who's on what side and make sure we don't, you know, friendly fire and all. But uh, I, I, Air Bear, it's so good to see you too. I did hear the rumors that you were eating table legs, and <laughs> I want you to know that I don't believe any of them. <laughs> huh? You know what they say, bad gas travels fast in a small town. <laughs> it's really, really funny to think that you heard about that. <laughs> it's on the way back. <laughs> Uh, it's one of the last things that um oh what's what's his name Jimberium said. <laughs> hey, by, hey, by the way, Amber's taking up table legs. I've been watching them, and <laughs> that little rascal's been eating table legs again. Amber <laughs> was just so embarrassed. <laughs> and what does Amber have to say for himself? Is that. Uh, was a very untimely. <laughs> I can't even. I, <laughs> you I, I don't you even are. have a good response. Oh, you can't back face. it up. <laughs> Come on, Brooks. There is no nutritional value in these table legs. The varnish is just awful. And well, I've taken up another diet, and you know I am here now and. Uh, Vetti to fight. That is all. All right. So I do, I do, like, I know we're about to go into another fight. Basically immediately, right? Kind of. This is the calm before the storm. And I know <laughs> our regular crew has not rested. Mm -hmm. And there's probably not a potential to rest? No. Yeah, okay. No, um, we got a good eight hours. Cool. Um, with all of Keep that, this RP, baby. 
Maybe you have it. <laughs> and we know we're going to go into a combat. I guess. Boy, this is bad. But Julia would let everyone know. Uh, all right. I know we're about to get into some probably dicey situations. I have a couple things um, that potentially could help us escape. But also, I could give us all a little bit of protection. But I can't do that if if I, I don't go right away. <laughs> so... We'll have to see how it goes, but I—I I mean, I could really help everyone out with some uh, some major stone skin stuff here. I want to, yeah. That's like I don't know. Maybe I could even prep it, but I could spend two thousand gold <laughs> and get stone skin on everybody. But I only can do it for ten minutes for for well, ten minutes plus twenty minutes for some people. So it's like I because it's because there's so many of us at this point that communal spells are more difficult. Same with resist energy. I could do that as well, but... <laughs> Weren't built for the eight-man party. No, I'm not. Nine-man party. Yeah, and I mean, considering the combat we just had on the ship, Lyra has Death Ward that she can cast on everyone, but it would literally take up all of her fourth-level spell slots. But I think that might be worth it. Well, that's assuming you have eight rounds. That is assuming we have eight rounds to cast, Yeah. All right. I guess, do we want to walk up towards this combat? And I, I mean, I might ready an action where as soon as we, you know, are threatened. So if that's being mentioned, uh, and based on where we're located right now, uh, Air Bear would speak up and say, Well, I don't think that walking up into this, uh, this plat- that plateaued area would be the technically smartest idea if we were able to draw them in somehow and funnel them to a point of where we could attack them more of one-on-one, that might be uh, better. Ah, yes. Those of you who have not spent time with Air Bear are unfamiliar with his incredible tactical acumen. <laughs> I, I'm so excited I can barely say the word tactical. Um... But that being said, there is this large open space that condenses down into this kind of 15 foot wide funnel where it looks like there's kind of two buildings on either side. And then we are on the other side of that. So, I mean, that's a pretty sound tactical judgment, seeing if we can get people to come down this like little alleyway that's headed to us. That would be really good. Well, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to need everyone to make me three wheel saves. Oh, what? every character. Okay. All right. As you begin to hear this beautiful trio of voices sing from the inside. Is this an enchantment effect? Let's see. Jesus Christ. And I'm guessing like just our lowest matters, honestly. Yeah, just your lowest is going to matter. I um, rolled three nat 20s. I'm, I'm in shock. I'm in wow. shock right uh, now. <laughs> sonic mind affecting charm. So not enchantment. Okay, that's not good for Durin. Yep. Well, I mean, while we're talking, what did Durin get? Uh, my lowest was a twelve. Okay. Wait, everyone needs to make three. That's what, three will saves. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Matumbe's lowest, uh, being in a crowd of. Allies is a 27. Okay. 
Uska's lowest is a 27, and for Lyra, my lowest, I rolled a natural one. Okay. All right. Eclipse <laughs> rolled two nat 20s and a natural 16. Wow. Oh. Ickmer's lowest is an 18, and Air Bear's lowest with uh, using resolve 12. Okay. Tulia's lowest was a 25. Eclipse lowest would have been 29. And then, and that's without any bonuses for mind affecting, which I have multiple. And then Lopper's lowest was 18. But if it's enchantment, then he has another plus four. Okay. Here's what happens. You hear this beautiful song coming from inside the grounds of Ren Church, and Durin, the Lopper, Lyra, Ikmer, and Erbear all succumb to the captivating song. I know what this is. And so, those of you that succumb to the song are compelled to find the source of the song. So let's uh, let's get some initiative here. Wow. I've never rolled so well in my life. That was insane. Tulia got a 15. Eclipse got a 7. Okay. How about Air Bear? 26. Ikmer. And Ikmer. Oh, those negative levels hurt. 11. All right. How about Matumbe? 14. And Durin? 19. And Uska. 19. And Lyra. Oh, I, I'm sorry. He actually has a 21. My apologies. Durin does? Yeah. And Lyra. 17. Okay. Surprise, surprise. Eclipse, Ikmer, and Matumbe at the bottom. Dragon ass, <laughs> as always. Okay. At the start of the round, you can hear, like, movement beyond the... Uh, front gates here and it's air bear's turn air bear you are compelled to move your full movement towards the sound of singing and so that's going to be through the front gates okay the source of the uh, music is in this direction brooks so i think that was your full movement yep. but air bear just moved straight ahead through the corridor that we that spoke about between these two kind of buildings. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like a I don't know what you call it, like a gatehouse. Okay. So like it's got like the two towers that like normally guards might sit in around a, a large wall, but here like things are cr- crumbled and old, and you didn't notice any signs of life or undeath in the tower going or in either side of the guard tower going through. So now you're on the. Kind of the, the grounds proper. Okay. And so, oh, was that your full movement? Yeah. It, so I guess then, if he's if, is he running or just? I, I wouldn't say you'd run. Okay. Uh, because you can't get to the, like the sound in a straight line. So I'd say you'd move twice. And um, and you know, now that you can see to your left, it looks like there's a pond. Mm. It seems like the the singing's coming from there. So that's where you're gonna head next. Okay. Ooh. Ikmer and Matumbe have seen that before. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I've got a flight speed. 
Oh. So, Airbear, you're not even paying attention to this because you're paying attention to the song. Uh, but this huge, it, it looks like a flaming Clydesdale, like one of the Bud Light horses, what? just gallops through the air towards you. That's so cool. Yeah. And when it's 15 feet away from you, it breathes this smoke. Come on, she was on our side. And so there's just this like cone of smoke that envelops Air Bear, and I need Air Bear to make me a fortitude save. 25. 25. You're good. You can't see in this more than like five feet in front of your face in this cone. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the direction that you want to be heading because of the sound, but this smoke doesn't doesn't impact you negatively in any way. Okay. Okay. Would it still compel? So I guess not having a negative effect, or you're I mean, still I, under the okay. you're still under the compulsion. You'll get a new save if you like if you're attacked or something. Yeah. But here it just looks like smoke's kind of cropped up around you, and uh, and so you're, you're you know you're still following the sound. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I've got got a great. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna fly twice here. So. Air Bear, if the smoke wasn't following you, you almost hear like the snorting of another horse as it as like the wind whips past you. Again, a lot of stuff has to happen before <laughs> before you guys get to go. Unfortunately, I rolled uh, fairly well. So Air Bear, this flying woman draped in rags approaches you, and I need you to make me a will save. All right, all out of resolve and any other good stuff. 20. 20 does succeed. Wow. Wow. <laughs> close. Mm. You just, you have this feeling of sadness as this mummified woman approaches you oh uh, because you're within its aura. But. Because she can't see you, she's just going to ready an action for the first living creature she sees. She's going to cast a spell. Need another will save, bud. All right. A little bit better this time. Um, 25. If it's better this time, it's good. This one will also ready an action. And finally... And you said that the or their aura, they are currently... Well, everybody wouldn't know this, but... They are 45 feet away. Mm -hmm. It's a 100-foot aura. Wow. Um, I, another nightmare has acted. Uh, it's going to uh, ready in action as well. So uh, we'll just see what you guys do here. Durin, you're up. You are compelled. I have a sinking suspicion that I'm about to trigger some ready to actions. So... Durin has to move towards where he hears this singing. Yes, so the second you enter the cone, mm -hmm. I need you to make me a fortitude save. All right, that is 50 feet. That is not his entire complement of movement. So I'm just going to pause here for a second while I roll this fortitude save. Mm -hmm. Ooh, 18 on the die, 32. Yep, you're totally fine. Okay, and then he... Can you give me a hand, Griffin, and tell me exactly where this is coming from? Is this like a little bit to the side? Because I want to... 
know what my angle is going to be. If you can see the the two uh, mm-hmm. dread mummy harpies, it's coming from them and from deeper in to okay. the pond. So I'm going to move here on the map, which I know doesn't help our listeners, but it is just outside this cone of smoke. Mm-hmm. And he's like headed towards the middle between the two of them off to the left. Yep. So that's going to trigger a couple of actions. Yep. So um, the two harpies are going to shoot a sunbeam at you. Lovely. So I need you to go ahead and make me two reflex saves. Unless you have spell resistance, in which case. I also need Air Bear to make me a reflex save as this is a beam and it just so happens the angle that this one would take, although it's not targeting Air Bear, is exactly diagonal. Ooh. Uh, so Air Bear is going to only roll against one while the other one is going to um, like just miss Air Bear because it's angling up. All right. A couple points of order that I'm going to throw down here. In between episodes, we did have a little bit of healing and an extremely minimal amount of self-buffing. What Durin Rook did was he did take his mutagen. However, you know... This is the extra property that I have on there would turn me invisible. He suppressed that for now so he could interact with all these new people and did not have time to key it back on because that would be a full round action. So I do have a little bit of a bonus to my reflex save, but they can still target me because I'm not invisible. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and roll here. Lowest is a 25. Highest is a 34. Okay. So uh, you're not blinded. That's great. Mm -hmm. So you're going to take... Uh, for the first one, five points of fire damage. Okay. And then nine points of fire damage for the second one. Okay. Uh, Air Bear, what's your reflex save Third. looking like? 30. Okay, so you're going to take, well, you would have taken that second one, so you're going to take nine as well. However, that allows two will saves from Durin and a will save from Air Bear. As you've been attacked, you can attempt to resist this song. Mm, I definitely don't. I'm rolling so well. No, uh, huh, 16 is my higher, believe it or not. Okay, I mean, so the mutagen hurts my will yeah. save, so. Yeah, so you guys are still both captivated by the song of these harpies. You guys uh, really didn't really didn't roll great. Duran, what kind of armor are you wearing? I am wearing plus one deathless light fortification spider silk bodysuit. Okay, okay <laughs> Doesn't sound like metal to me. It's not. <sighs> oh well, I got 80 for to fly, so I'm gonna I'm gonna zoop on over to you and attack at you. Uh, you're gonna be flat-footed to this because you're, you know. Yep. Understandable. You're captivated. However, that is only a 22. I mean, I'm flat-footed, so that hits. Okay. So that's gonna be fir- 14 points of damage and. I need you to make oof, I need you to make me a will save, which is a shock to me. If you have bonuses against disease or immune disease, because I know alchemists have a lot of that stuff, um, it will apply. I don't. I mean, a decent will save here, but my modifier is bad. That is going to be a twenty-three. Okay. Uh, you're able to shake off whatever just happened. Oh my god! Uh, this creature is is fly by attacking you, so it's gonna 
it's gonna move the rest of its movement back. Do I get another will save? You do get another will save. If you succeed on that and you have a weapon out, which I don't think you do, I would allow an attack of opportunity. Uh, two on the die, doesn't matter. Okay. Uska, your friends have just headed off into, like, you can look forward and you just see smoke. <laughs> the the exit to this this place just suddenly filled up. Air Bear walked out and then it just filled up with smoke. Such a bad way to start combat. Uska's full in full control of herself, but I'm sure she can still hear the singing so she can make a connection that they're being drawn in. Yeah, if you wanted to make like some kind of knowledge check on that, I would allow it. Oh, I um, would like to. What knowledge? I, I would allow any of the three, uh, religion, nature, or local. All right. Well, I got religion and nature. I'm going, I'll go with religion because that's my highest, but it's not very high. Mm-hmm. Ooh, dirty 20. Okay. With a dirty 20, I'm going to give you one useful piece of information because you've, um, because you've only just met the, uh, like you just, you didn't get any extra information. This is strange to you, but you've heard of creatures other than humanoids being mummified in strange rituals. This sounds like a harpy's song, and and so you're you're pretty sure it's harpies in there. You don't know why there would be regular harpies in there, and then you make that connection that in ancient Osirian sometimes harpies were mummified, and you think that might like these might be mummy harpies. And so you know that they have a captivating song which means that the creature has the power to infect the minds of those that hear it, calling them to its side. When singing, all creatures of a different race than the harpy within a 300-foot spread must succeed on a will-saving throw or become captivated. creature that successfully saves is not subject to the same creature's song for 24 hours. A victim under the effects of the captivating song moves towards a singer using the most direct means available. If the path leads them into a dangerous area, such as through fire or off a cliff, that creature receives a second saving throw to end the effect before moving into peril. Captivated creatures can take no actions other than to defend themselves. A victim within five feet of the singer simply stands and offers no resistance to their attacks. This effect continues for as long as they sing and for one round thereafter. This is a sonic mind-affecting charm effect. The save DC is charisma-based. Yeah, so... Oof. There's that. All right. With that information that she has, would a magic circle against evil granting protection from evil help with the mental control aspect of that effect? I know. I know the protection works against um, like charm and dominate, right? So uh, any spell or effect that possesses or exercises mental control over creature over the creature including enchantment charm effects enchantment compulsion effects such as charm person yep. command and dominate it's a charm effect so it would okay uh, if only I had gone sooner it's a 10 foot emanation from a touched creature <laughs> unfortunately because no one's acted you don't really know in your group aside from Durin and Air Bear, who is under the effects of this charm spell. And I'm sure she So if you wanted to, like, cast it here, it'd be like... Yeah, I mean, you could certainly cast it on, like, Matumbe, and it would affect everybody, right? Yeah. Everyone that's still as, like, left. Just in ca- yeah, as, like, a just-in-case. But, um, if you wanted to, like, target somebody, you would just know that, like, 
Airbear and Durin are the are the ones currently affected. Yeah, and unfortunately, it is a touch spell. If I could cast it at range to affect them, I would. And her move speed right now is only 20 feet. I think, honestly, her best bet right now would be to move five feet over to Matumbe, cast it on him, granting every the rest of the party who hasn't acted yet protection from evil. And she's just going to hope that she's saving a few more people, but I don't want to, she doesn't want to wait to then have everyone walk away and then having to... Right, have them spread out and that kind yeah, of Yeah, because she also yeah. can't get close enough to cast it in one in one turn. In one movement, yeah. She would get up to Air Bear and then the next turn they would move full move speed so she wouldn't catch them uh, and then everyone's going to spread out. So she's going to do that to save the rest of the party and she does have more protection from evil but this is her one magic circle. Okay. Against evil. Uh, so that would be Air Bear, Lyra, and the Lopper would get another save then. Right. And Ikmer? At a plus two. So. Or no, sorry, not Air Bear. Ikmer, Lyra, and the Lopper would get another save. Or does it suppress? I don't, I don't think it suppresses, right? So they immediately receive a. You save. Yep. And if successful, the effect. Uh, if successful, it's su- suppressed. suppressed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ikmer got 17. The effect is not suppressed for Ikmer. I only got a 20. 20 is a meets beats. Ha ha ha! No good? Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah? Because Uska has acted now. The protection from evil was a plus two, right? It's a plus two enhancement, so it only applies if you don't already have an enhancement The lopper bonus. doesn't. Right, the lopper doesn't okay, have any the plus two of- is why I got that <laughs> Nice. So thank you. It's a plus two morale bonus. Is it? It is morale, yeah. I do not have that either. You get a plus two resistance bonus on your saves. That's just like a a flat thing that you get for protection from evil. But if it's against like the compulsion or what have you, it is a plus two morale. I was was thinking of that. Yeah. Just a plus two protection from evil gives you. Dang. Well, it still doesn't help Hickmer enough. All right. Because Uska has acted she can use her Tweak the Odds ability to bump up Lyra's save to a 20 because she's within 30 feet of Uska. But how do you know who's saved to bump up? You don't even know who you're targeting. I guess that's true. It 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 is when... And it's like any skill check saving throw, but I guess that's true. I wouldn't know. I think I think it's like a lucky thing. It's like, it's not really, a, it requires awareness. It requires you to like be in the right place at the right time. Because by the same token, you don't always see when somebody like, Is you making know, a saving throw. Yeah, like you, you, would, you wouldn't know innately to help someone, so help person A versus person B in a whale of the banshee or something, for instance. Wouldn't know someone was one close to a save, but the the effect is meant to work that way, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think, yeah. yes, you can do that. All right. Yeah. Only because of the that bonus. If it wasn't for the bonus, she it wouldn't have right. made a made a difference. Okay. Well, then that brings us to Lyra's turn, who shakes off the influence of the song. 
and is the first person to do so and have it be their turn so she can explain to everybody what exactly is happening here. Lyra is standing on the edge of the party that remains and she looks out over them saying, that singing, it was drawing me in, but I'm free of its hold now. Steal yourselves against it. And she starts singing. Now you're not you're not a full bard, so you don't have counter song, right? I am not. That was the first thing I checked, and before uh, and we had our little break, I mentioned I really wish I was a full bard right now to use counter song because I do not have it. Uh, and this is the like one opportunity you get to use. Oh, that trust ability. me, I played a bard for. Uh, all of Skulls and Shackles, and I uh, was supposed to use Counter Song exactly one time on Harpies, and I forgot it oh, existed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, if only I could use it now. Uh, but she does sing to help give a boost against charm effects. But this is a compulsion, right? It's a charm. Oh, it's a charm in there. Okay. I thought it was compulsion instead. Well, that, that helps a lot. Yes. And then Ikmar standing right in front of her. She reaches out and grabs his arm again, this time saying, I can't remove the negative levels from you, but I can at least hold them at bay. And she casts Death Ward on him. So for 13 minutes, the effects of the negative levels are suppressed, and you now get uh, additional saves against death effects and death spells. Um, and now you're immune to energy drain and negative energy effects. Neato. And that's her full turn. All right, Tulia. Okay. Christ, we're only halfway through you guys. (laughs) It's real stacked one side and another. Yup. Oh man, I had a plan and now I don't want to change it. All right, well, I think... Tulia might want to go up and start uh, potentially helping these other two who had much higher initiative than everyone. So she's going to start uh, walking. Oh, you're not going to dimensionally skedaddle? I'm, I will. Okay. It's part of a move action, so. Anyways, I will move 25 feet, and so I can see stuff, maybe. Can I see anything past the... That's the smoke? Nope. Yeah. Okay, I guess when I see the smoke... So I was here, and I I could only barely see the smoke. So if I moved 15 feet to be right in front of Eclipse, I would see the smoke is blocking everything. And then I could move another five-foot step back. I have a plan for this. Don't worry, guys. So now... Okay, so that's your full move. That's my full move. I've moved everything. I've moved... I've moved, moved 20 feet. Huh? You've moved 20 feet. Yeah, so I've, I've technically 10 feet of movement left, but I'm, I don't need to use that right now. But I am going to... Uh, I can only reach Eclipse, Atube, Ikmer, and Lyra, but this will help as she's going to cast Communal Stone Skin on all of you. And now I need to take out, instead of two grand, one grand. Oh, and herself. So five people. Yes, okay. And... So most of you will get it for 20 minutes. A couple of you will get it for 30 minutes. 
don't you all just give for 25 or is it 10 minute increments? 10 minute increments. So that's where I was trying to do math, but I'm not always great at that one. Sweet. So uh, two people will be 20 minutes and the three people will thir- be 30 minutes. I'll be selfish and put 30 minutes on both of my characters. And then uh, we'll put 20 minutes on Ick. Um, Lyra and Matumbe. 20 minutes on Matumbe, 30 minutes on Lyra. The girls will get 30 minutes. But it's one 130 points and it's DR10 Adamantian. So then you guys all have it. Cool. That's great. That is uh, my entire turn. Cool, Matumbe. Let's get to work, baby. Matumbe is going to move forward into... This is two movements to get right up next to the cloud around kind of the corner of this, uh, like, tower gate structure and Mm -hmm. now can see this horse-looking creature that blew a fat cloud at Air Bear. You can see on the horse, it has these, like, mirrors attached to it. Ooh, okay. Well, can't see anybody else yet. He is going to move a little bit closer to the creature that will terminate his second action, effectively ending his turn, but I will be rolling a knowledge check on this creature. Okay. Uh, I mean, first thing, the creature's going to get an AOO. All right. So... Let's see how we do. He's biting at you. 34. Meets beats. Wait, no. That would trigger when I'm next to Air Bear, meaning that my AC would be a 35. That would not hit. Hell yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, Knowledge check is going to be, let's see. What are you considered? Knowledge planes. Knowledge planes. For my own sanity, what's the name of this creature for fun it is a uh this is a little hard to pronounce i think it's a kashamar nightmare it's like c-a-u-c-h-e-m-a-r i don't know if that's like a horse term or something Uh, i don't know either (laughs) it's it's a much bigger nightmare you've seen nightmares this is like kashamar is french for nightmare Okay, so it's a nightmare, nightmare. It's called a nightmare, nightmare. Huh. But maybe French, maybe the French dream much more harshly than everyone else. Apparently. Listen, I get it. That's a forty-seven total. A forty-seven total. I'm just gonna. I mean, it, I mean, I think you have like five questions. So I'm just gonna tell you what it's got. Um, it's a nightmare. It's only got a ten-foot reach. So that's important for you. Um, it has this smoke that you see in front of you, it only lasts for one round and then it goes away. Um, but it can, it can do that as a free action. So it can, it can make, make smoke kind of on command. It acts as obscuring mist, except that, um, it also creates a, uh, this, this smoky aura that, causes creatures within it to become sickened for minutes. Um, It can fly. Uh, It's got a 90-foot fly speed on top of its 40-foot regular speed. It can cast Ethereal Jaunt and Plane Shift, and it's got improved overrun, so it doesn't provoke when it performs an overrun combat maneuver, and it gets a plus two bonus on checks to do that, and obviously, like, overrun is where you get to you, if you're going to get run over, you get an opportunity to either make a reflex save to not take the damage or take the damage. I think when you take the damage, you get to try an attack of opportunity. But that's about it. 
Did I just like it's totally black vision. out for a second and didn't hear any like special defenses or anything or DRs or incorporeals? Nope, none of that. Wow, okay. Interesting. It's got cool. cleave. And take you to Cleveland. Hmm. <laughs> know my thoughts on that city. I guess I could also tell you like Will's its worst save. Okay. As, as, as long as I'm telling you everything it's got. But yeah, I mean it's it's really just a, a big old beefy horse. That's also like smarter than your average horse, obviously. All right, well, two of actions and a research check. Can't really see anything else with this big fat plume that he blew. Um, that's yeah, it. This guy's this guy's solidly in vape nation. Mm-hmm. Ikmer, you're up. All right, he is still compelled. Yep. So you're gonna go uh, as far as you can. So he is avoiding the corner there, all the way out to fifty. Feet ends up. Oh, what? I'm not you can't go through that wall, I think, is why it's not going to let you. Well, I'm not going through it. If you move up to Eclipse's space, then you should be able to go cleanly. So just take the first five. Yeah, there we go. He go. ends right. up next to his newest best friend, Air Bear. Sure in thing. This plume. Uh, okay, so you're in the plume, so I'm going to need you to make a a fortitude save 23 23 is still a success wow let's see yeah that's that's all you can do yep that's the double move and uh, he unfortunately still didn't pass any saves to re-uncompel himself darn okay eclipse do you need an abacus or something huh nothing you were you were like doing the abacus motions in the air. <laughs> I was counting. Like some sort of dubious, like some sort of dubious mathematician. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm counting. Strikes on your permanent record. Alright, Eclipse is good to move up 20 feet. Okay. I can or cannot see this this thing over here. What thing over here? Um, oh, uh, no, you can't see through the smoke. Okay, thank you. However, you could walk through the smoke. No, Eclipse is going to follow Matumbe, and I am currently in this corner. That's a double move, and uh, I don't see it. I then now suddenly see this uh, French nightmare nightmare, <laughs> and um, that's all I'm going to do. It's also rude. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so that's, I'm going to just double move, because that's all I got. Okay. Hang on. Is Lopper doing something? Yes. Moving into the smoke. Good God, if it is a will save, absolutely not. No, it's fortitude. Fortitude? Yeah, always has been. Oh, yeah, Clips could have walked through that. Well, I think the lover's just going to move up behind a closer now because that's one movement, and then the only other thing I could do is just move again and then be on my own. So I think that's about it. Okay. That ends one round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this battlefield's also so big that I cannot see what's happening except for my characters. It's so big. Yeah, that makes it really interesting with the dynamic lighting on the map. You yeah. really like uh enemies are being described, but none of my characters can see them. I just see right. a plume of smoke and people keep walking into it. <laughs> What you have is like if map, if you're looking top down at it, it's 
large, but it's also like squeezed in the middle, like corset style, where like you've got these two little like gate structures that like funnel everyone through the middle and you can't really see through them. And there's a big fat vape plume at the top. Yeah, you know, classic vape plumes, though. Okay. Well, at the start of this round, I'm going to move my boy 30 feet, and then I need everyone that has moved towards the near entrance to make a will save. So that's... In, like that's uh, so everybody who has not who is on the everybody top. who's not Uska, Lyra, <laughs> or Tulia. Tulia. All our casters have decided to not enter Ren Church. I fucked. <laughs> All right, enchantment, charm, fear. Uh, I believe we've got some fear going on. Okay, it is a Fucking great despair aura. Oh, I think Ikmer might get an additional bonus from mm, he, the Unbreakable Heart. He would need it because it's at a 16 oh. without uh, any any of that sort of help. Air Bear, on the other hand, uh, really, really doing great with a 25. And I was okay. being sarcastic. I don't know if that even passes. Did Did you say it is mind-affecting or just fear? This is a mind-affecting paralysis and fear effect. Paralysis. 38 for Matsumbe. Okay. 17 for Durin Rook. Mm-hmm. 26 for Eclipse. Okay. And 22 for the Lopper. Okay. And the Unbreakable Heart has ended. That's only rounds per level, so I'm assuming that has ended, but you still get yes. the plus three morale bonus from the Bardic performance. When you started performing? Yeah, Lyra did. Mm-hmm. 25 <laughs> for the Lopper. Make sure you count it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think that really changes much for Aquarium, but... To be fair, I had it on Eclipse, but not the Lopper. Yeah, and it, it doesn't factor it in automatically. You have to, like, click in to see the yeah. bonus, so it is a little tricky to remember. Alright, well, Air Bears have 28 now. Okay. Ickmer's at a 19. Or no. Ickmer's at a 19. Duren's at a 17. Mm -hmm. Nobody else was below like a 25, right? No. Nope. Okay. You're both paralyzed for two rounds, after which you will be sickened for four rounds. That's gross. Listen, I was going to walk straight into a harpy anyway, so... (laughs) As long as someone doesn't walk up and coup de me, that's not terrible. Not the worst thing ever. Yeah. yeah not too bad. Uh, and then... Oh, well, you know you know what? I actually have to move closer to you guys to for that to affect everyone, so... He double moves, and that's... And then that aura, you know, affects you guys, and that's his turn. Okay. Next to the order is Air Bear. Air Bear... Still, you are compelled. Yes. So, with that being said, um, you move as close as you can to this one over that here. That one. Yep. Then he walks directly forty feet forward, directly into said harpy. Illogical harpy. Okay. Here's what's gonna happen. I have improved overrun. Uh oh. 
This is gonna so hurt. I'm going to overrun all of you. Uh, I have 40 feet of movement, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Uh, because I've improved, you cannot avoid it. So he's just going to make a CMB against each of your respective CMDs. If he hits it, you're prone. Hmm. Something tells me that the uh, paralyzed Ikmer might have some trouble uh, avoiding this. A little bit. A little bit. All right. So we'll start with the tombs. That's a 38. Imagine my surprise being prone this combat. (laughs) Eclipse. uh, 44. Yes. Lopper. 49. Yep. Hair bear, hair bear, no, not hair yeah. bear. Uh, you don't need to unless it's a roll. It's a one. Forty-three. <laughs> yeah, he's at, it's then, at fifteen uh, right now. Your CMD, CMD. Oof. Well, because he's paralyzed. Yeah, yeah, and then thirty-eight. So you're all prone. Yeah, I was about to say must be nice Brooks with uh, Durin's eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, notably, that that cloud goes away. Yay! Um, and as a free action, he's going to spit another cloud. Man, no. this this <laughs> this nightmare, nightmare, spitting plumes. All right, let's see what I can get with this. So I can kind of put it, yeah, I can put it ten feet from him because he can start it from anywhere he can reach. So I'm spitting a plume at uh, the moving people. <laughs> The ones that are not paralyzed. Uh, so I need all of you to make a fortitude save. I know you're all very good at them, so. But now you can't see anything, so that's right. kind of the better. Is this a disease? This is not a disease. Sorry, my teammate had to move you for a second. That's fine. Any other things? I, I have a whole slew. I mean, it's smoke, so. Okay. Do we think 24 passes? I'm not asking Griff. I think so. I feel like see. it was. Doesn't have any. All right. Well, then I'm going to hold at 24 and save my stacked or banked inspiration that I have on this thing from my knowledge check. Eclipse out of 34. Lopper has 18. Okay. Uh, so the Lopper is sickened, if he can be, uh, for one minute. Uh, All right. The other two are fine, although you're in a cloud, so you can't see. On the ground, puking, <laughs> puking more ectoplasmic gunk. You just couldn't handle the <laughs> wound. All right, so from out of one of the mirrors <laughs> that was attached to this um, this mare, this Shoshamar, uh, you see a this horrific bloody skeleton, and. Um, you know, Durin and Ikmer, like, you're frozen looking at this mirror that is now reflecting off of the, you know, the the horse standing, like, above you. And then this, your reflection turns, like, your prone reflection then turns to this ghastly skeleton. And... Can we get a close-up of this thing? You want a close-up of this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I can show you. Let me uh, let me unhide him from the initiative track. Oh, he's likable. Don't he's, worry, He's likable. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, 
zero points of damage dealt against any enemy. Let's just throw a couple more in there. This is going... We have them just where we want them. Oh my god, it's horrible. <laughs> we got them just where we want them. Yeah, that's, that's the story of this combat. Those are some intense claws. Yeah. Yeah. The, um... Okay, coup de grace coming. Well, no, because... Because something else happens first. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so he jumps out of the mirror as a swift action. And <laughs> you guys are adjacent. Uh-huh. Well, you're within 30 feet. Actually, everyone within 30 feet must succeed at a will save. You guys all uh, got your two other backup <laughs> characters prepared? <laughs> all right. Two more will saves coming. Within 30 feet? 30 feet. Yes. So that's a lot of... So that's... Uh... The two big clips and the Whopper as well. And Air Bear mm-hmm. and Ikmer. Okay. All right. Round the horn. Charm, fear, enchantment. All right. Sleep. This is uh, it's a mind, eff- mind affecting fear effect. Okay. Oh, you guys get the bonus. You get plus three. Yeah. Rolled a natural three for Ikmer. So we're going. Okay. It's not really going to matter too much. Matuba has a 31. Oh. Yeah, you're good. Here comes. Durin's fucking awful will save. Natural one. Okay, perfect. What a surprise. Has yet to succeed a will save this combat. Air Bear got a six. Eclipse got a 29. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Lopper, ooh. Actually, I got an an 18 on the die, so 18, 26. For Eclipse or for? That's the Lopper. Eclipse got 29. Okay. Everybody below a 22 is, I think it's just incapacitated people anyway, but you're staggered for one round. My brother in Christ, <laughs> it does not matter. It would have mattered if I got any of the... Any yes, of the it absolutely would. Uh, absolutely otherwise, uh, now he's going to full attack Ikmer. Okay. Don't forget your stone skin. Yeah, so he's going to bite claw claw here. Wouldn't it be a coup de gras? I think he's not going to coup de gras. Okay. He just came out of the mirror. But I am going to power attack. It's just a bloody sack of bones. But it's likable. He's likable, man. <laughs> he's going to be joking with you, Ellie. All right. Well, <laughs> the bite's a natural 20. So let's see if this we is can confirm. Right. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Does a, uh, does a 31 confirm? Maybe not, because you're all armor and no... Correct. No I, that does not. Make sure you take all of your penalties into <laughs> Does it not confirm? Correct, it does not. Okay, and then he's going to claw-claw at you. Paralyzed, prone, sickened. Well, it doesn't even hit you prone and paralyzed? Well, now, keep in mind that your hero lab won't take prone off. Yeah, have you subtracted four? Take four oh, off the top. It, Oh, okay. Uh, well, then in that case, it does hit. Or it does okay. confirm. Okay, so there's one crit and one hit, because I get another 31. So, here comes the damage. All right. What type of damage is it? It is a bite and a claw, so physical damage. So take 10 off every time. Make sure you're tracking that on the... Yes, there's like a little thing down in the uh, abilities where you can track how much you've used of it. Oh, oops, a bloody bones attacks all comers out of man team for the purpose of bypassing GR. 
It's so weird that they would write that in. Dude, I spent a thousand gold on that spell. <laughs> okay. 39 on the crit, and then 18 on the other claw that hit you. So that's going to be 29 and 8, and you are bleeding. And the first one was 39? It was 39, but it goes to 29 because mm. of your, your adamantine stuff. And then my DR for silver. That would that uh that that does not stack. Got it. Got it. Only the highest level. Okay, don't. Um I'm not finding that abilities. Oh, oh I do see, I do have it. Yep. No, I've I've okay. got it. I've got it. Yep. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Next in the order we've got a peppy nightmare. Ooh. Oh nice. He's gonna take a little jaunt over uh, to these guys. And just gonna, just gonna take a single little, uh, little, little peppy uh, swing at Eclipse. Not gonna hit. Really? Fifteen. Okay. I mean, if you want me to hit thirty-five. No, I just no, Griffin. I have a very low AC right now. All right. Oof. This this harpy is up. What do I want her to do? I think I'm gonna have her. Flyby attack, um, Durin. I don't want her to go too far from the from the pond. The way we can fly over the pond. That's a 17 on the die, so that's definitely gonna hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need a fortitude or a will save rather. 28. 28. You're good. Hey, you can do it against disease. That's 14 points of damage. And she flies on back. This one is going to full attack at Air Bear. These little harpies. So we're going to swing with a mace. 31. I don't know that Air Bear has any weird penalties on him. He should have staggered. I don't think stagger does anything to yes. AC. It just It's just a move or attack wow. on your turn. Then in that case, no, that does not. Okay, and then the claws are coming at it you. It does not. It does not. Although I... Did it? I think I think it says you can defend yourself, and you are therefore not flat-footed. To the harpy in the harpy song. Um, okay. And I, and I don't beat that. So, so I actually need Durin to make a save because Durin, you're captivated by this middle one. So the one that's captivating you mm-hmm. is the one that gets like the free attacks on you. If another one attacks you, then it's kind of like I'm treating it like you're moving into a a difficult spot or whatever, so you get another save against the compulsion. So that would be a 24. Okay. Uh, so you're no, no longer compelled, but you are, you know, still paralyzed. Nice. This nightmare is, I think, gonna, you know, hop around its buddy here and uh, attack at Matumbe. Alright. It's not gonna do anything with a 24. No, sir. That is its turn. Darn, it's your turn. You're paralyzed. Yep, so that ticks down. And then the final harpy is going to... Hmm, this is the one that hasn't gotten to use its little ability yet. Ooh, can I take a free action? Uh, Spontaneous I... healing? Yeah, yeah, I think you can. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> um... Kind of need it. This one's going to fly over here and ready in action. 
Oh boy. All right. Well, now that all of my all of my bad boys have gone, it's Uska's turn. Uska uses her fly hex, and it could just go over the wall. How tall is the wall? Um, I don't know that it says. I'm gonna say thirty feet. All right. Well, she moves through then the passageway, flying, so she gets up close to where the plume of smoke is. She'll kind of stand in between where the the smoke is and the wall and she'll move up slightly as she goes just to be like 10 feet up off the ground. All right. Is that the whole turn? Yep. It's a standard action to use her fly hex. Let's get Lyra in on the action here. Okay. Lyra also moves up, but she just walks. (laughs) Pleb. I know. You don't even have a fly hex? What an amateur. She moves up and, oh boy, there are a lot of combatants around here now that she can see. Now, now I'm going to say she can't, she can see like the, the mummy over there and this bloody, this bloody bones and maybe like the corner of the, uh, the Koshamar, but that, that, um, Oh, the smoke. That smoke is blocking you from, uh, most of the other ones. So if Lyra wants to cast Blessing of Fervor, she is not able to get Air Bear because she can't see him and he's too far away. The people that are in the cloud of smoke, though, is she not able to target that area? Is the target sight? It's one creature per level and no more. No two of which can be more than 30 feet apart. I think you have to be able to target the creature, which does mean being able to see them. Now, you could certainly ready that for when the smoke clears, but that would have to be the condition of your ready. You wouldn't be able to say, like... I mean, you could say that, or if, like, one of them comes out of the bottom of the smoke. Yeah, and from what we saw before, the smoke only lasted, like, a round, and then it dissipated. Yeah, so so your ready to action will kind of go off at the near the top of the next round. I think that... The only thing you can account for is, like, what the people in the smoke right now do, like, on their turns. But I'd say if you want to... If you want to... If you want to ready an action for when the smoke clears, you can target as many as are visible to you at that point. I, I think that's what she would do. She gets ready for that smoke to dissipate so she can cast that spell, and she does call out at maybe a moderate talking volume so it's not going too far into battle and says I want to give you all a blessing don't stray too far and she readies that spell okay Tulia all right Tulia is going to move 15 feet for now do so uh, like where where Uska is, is that not, that does not have smoke, correct? So I should be able to see all the way through, correct? Yeah, so you can see Uska, Igmer, and like a sliver of Durin, the Bloody Bones, and the Mummy Lord. Okay, neat. Tulia is going to use one point from her arc- Arcane Reservoir, and I'm going to move really far. Hang on, I've, this is very hard to do. Um, going to move all the way across the battlefield. Oh, one more. And I am now alone, which is terrifying. But also, this is important. 
so I am going to be casting a spell. Well, first thing, you triggered my ready to action. No, what ready to action? Uh, this guy had one. <laughs> you didn't tell me about that? I don't have to tell you about that. I feel like that. you have to tell me. I'm allowed to say ready to action. Ready to action. This is illegal. So this one's going to go ahead and cast a sunbeam at you. So, um, need you to make me a reflex save. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out, because I had placed this perfectly before where it didn't hit Matumbe, but it hit all three of them. A uh, reflex save? Yes. 22. Fail. You take... That's... Well, hold your horses. You take 13 points of damage, and, um... <laughs> how long does this last? Oh, I know what you're going to say because we saved against it earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is bad times. Oh, no. What? What? You're about to get blinded. Yeah. You're blind. Oh, no. Each creature in the beam is blinded and takes 46 points of damage. I think you're just blind. Yes, permanently. Uh, okay. Hang on. Finally, I got a sunbeam off. <sighs> Good for you, man. Feeling really good about it. You you feeling good yet about this combat? Feel pretty good about it. Okay, good. It's been a minute, so let's oh. just check in here. Uh, anybody done damage? No. 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 But heal can can end blindness. It would I guess mm-hmm. I'll have to do a knowledge check to know if it would work mm-hmm. in this case. It it would. Yeah. Ooh. It works on all permanent. Yeah. All you gotta do is just get over there. A squishy character walking right through the middle of yeah. battle. Run the gauntlet of like twelve enemies. Well, and three nightmare nightmares. Race, I don't think Lyra can move that fast though. Let's see if Uska ha- I think Uska has heal. Just summon something that has removed blindness deafness. That would also help. Well anyway, apologies. It puts a monkey wrench in your turn. Yeah, I'm I'm now trying to read all my spells because I have a couple of those like weird turn into another creature things. So I was just trying to double check that none of those have some sort of sight. Uh, some sort of like tremor sense or... Is this something I can dispel? No. The damage is done. It's like if severe light, you know, shot into your eyes. It's not like a spell causing the blindness anymore. And this wouldn't have can be considered a ranged attack, right? What do you mean? Well, is this considered a ray or ranged attack? I mean, it's a sunbeam, so it's a line. So no, it doesn't like, it doesn't use my ranged attack modifier to hit you like a ray does. It's a line, like if I if I shot a lightning bolt at you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything because I could become just like, I could become made of Sonic and that would not, I mean, that wouldn't be everything. It might help a little bit. <laughs> Can you use it? Why would you want to be made of shitty seltzers? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Guys, it's easy. You just need Uska to get in there, start popping off channels to hurt. It's all going to be over in like two rounds. Unless I blind you too. Uh, Who am I going to blind and paralyze next? I don't have next? to target to channel to harm with positive energy. I don't have to target to pick you up with a harpy and drop you from 800 feet in the air. Thing I'm already flying. To clarify, the, like I rolled a knowledge check on like the bigger nightmare creature, mm-hmm. the French nightmare. Mm-hmm. 
And that was a knowledge plane, so is that undead or not? That one is not undead. Right, yeah. The other ones are very clearly bloody skeleton nightmares. Right, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, but that, like could definitely of hurt, all like, the creatures, that is the only one that is not undead. What about the other two horse things? That's what I mean. They're bloody skeleton nightmares. So they're oh. like, oh sure, okay. Yeah. They just if, look like smaller you, versions. Yeah, if you, of if you look horns. at, let me let me pull up one of their images for you. I tried to make the distinction pretty clear when I picked their art that they're. Um, so we have quite a few undead enemies. All right, yeah, let's yeah. let's run it down. Giant flaming horse. Two bloody skeleton horses, undead, an actual bloody skeleton, a mummy, three undead harpies. Am I missing anything? Yeah, now I now now in like the blown up picture of the horse is definitely undead. The other one is very much flesh and bone and fire. Got it. This one is very much like oh, there's a burning thing in its rib cage and its mane is made of shadow. Mm -hmm. You know, once you can see it, then your characters would easily like see that and be like. These are probably unliving. Okay, so f- after reading way too many after researching spell des- for twenty minutes, yeah, after reading way too many spell descriptions here, uh, I did overlook this the first two times I read it. But um, I can cast monstrous physique three, which is a fifth level spell that I only got. For cases of emergency, because they have some weird things on here. One of them is blind sense, 30 feet. I have to still figure out all of what this means, I guess. But uh, that's probably what I'll be doing. Okay, so you're gonna, is that a standard action cast? Yeah. So you're going to cast Monstrous Physique instead well, of... Uh, sure. Yeah, instead of the thing I wanted to cast. Yeah, okay. Which that's was going to be awesome. I'm sure it would have been, and you could do it next turn once you're monstrous. <laughs> no, I don't know if I can. That's uh, the may not be able to cast spells. Yeah. Monstrous physique was one of my get out of jail for Haley spells. Well, I mean, you need to get out of jail here. You got you, you sent yourself all the way alone, and then you got blinded. I had a fool. plan. Like a fool. Uh, uh, that's Matube's turn. Matube, you are prone. That's correct. He tries to stand up. All right, two horsies are going to stomp at you. They both miss. Okay. If that's the case, there's one close to him. Knowledge check time. All right, 41. No, 43. Yeah, sorry. 41. These are just regular <laughs> nightmares. Uh, however, they, they have the um, the bloody skeleton champion uh, template. So they are bloody ske- skeletons. Um, their hooves do some fire damage. They have fast healing four. Um, they're immune to cold. They also have the smoke ability, but it is not a free action. It's a, um, or it, it still is a free action, but theirs has a cooldown, like a dragon's uh, thing, and it's um, that fortitude save is like much lower for them. Um, they have DR5 bludgeoning and some channel resistance. Um, and because your check was so high, you can tell that all the undead in here are um, under the effects of an unhallow. So this whole area is unhallowed. Uh, unhallow is is really just going to give them the benefit of magic circle against good. So kind of the same same as you guys had cast on you, but against any good creatures, and then um, and then some channel resistance. So so like against channeled positive energy, they have a little extra. Great. That's unfortunate. Unfortunately, I don't really care. 
channel smite, and then I'm gonna try and attack the one that's close. I'm turning off power attack because uh, I'm swinging for the fences and hope that I connect and he fails on my disruption ability. Okay. 14 on the die. That is going to be a 37 to hit. 37 hits. Uh, which Lovely. one are you targeting? Uh, the, uh, the, the There's one that's closer to Eclipse. I'm going to go for the further the one. one. Okay. So I need a will save to not die or be let's, destroyed. Yeah, let's do that first. Okay, uh, 13 on the die. I'm good there. And then... My heart jumped for a second. Yeah, I know. 13, because uh, 14 is the same. And and then one against the channel. Yeah, you got that. Which is a 23, so I'm good there. All right, so half on that. Let's talk about some regular damage. Oh, not terrible. 30 points of damage. This is Undead Bane. This should go through whatever bullshit they got going on. Yep, and it's a bludgeoning book, so... Yep. And then we're going to be taking half of this channeled positive energy. 16 total halves down to eight. Okay. Very solid chunk of damage on that one. Ikmer, you are paralyzed still. Mm -hmm. Eclipse, you are prone. What you doing? I am going to stand up. Okay, I'll provoke from one of them. Oh, hold on. Provoke from no, it won't. Okay. Oh. They do not have combat reflex. <laughs> Thank you, Matumba. <laughs> I was about to do a snarky ass, you're welcome, but you beat me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, gratitude. <laughs> All right. I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to attack. That, that makes sense. Uh, I should be able to attack twice, right? Like not if normal. you're up. No, if no. you stand up, yeah. you only get one attack. Okay, I couldn't it's remember. A it's a regular standard action instead of a full attack. Okay. Neat, what do you think neat, this neat, is 2E where neat, you can neat, stand neat. up and attack twice? Get out. <laughs> Hell out of here. I'm still playing first edition for at least a couple months. Does a 28 hit? <laughs> a 28 does hit. Okay, perfect. 33 points of damage. 33 damage. This is not bludgeoning. Looks a little bit more like 28. Okay, great. The Lopper. You gonna stand up? Yep. Okay. Then you gonna move? Yep. All right. Gonna move. Oh, I guess you could take a fiver and attack. What? You could take a five foot step and attack. Oh my god, thank you, yes. Well, if I stand up and move, is that. Stand up five foot, I can still attack? Standing up is not the same as moving, moving. So you can still stand up in five foot step. It's a move equivalent. It's not moving. So. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. I'll be in a vital strike. I figured, you know, I knew this was coming. This is bludgeoning, by the way, because headbutts are bludgeoning. 27. 27 hits. 47 points of bludgeoning damage, man. Nice. Well, it had 45 hit points left. <laughs> nice. Guys, we killed something. Wow, you guys succeeded at killing your first... Yeah, we did. CR7 monster. Dang, right, we did. Huh. Back to the top of the order. Looks like about six of them are going to go in a row. Here we go. So, at the top of round three, I need you guys to finish your drinks. We'll see you next oh, week. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I knew it. 
Dance Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.